Hey friends, and welcome to the Live Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Coker, and every Wednesday, I'm here to bring you my best advice on how to level up your life through sharing my personal stories and bringing you one-on-one interviews that will leave you feeling inspired. If you're ready to break through barriers, set and achieve your goals, conquer your fears, and take full control of your life, look no further because it's your time to live courageously. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Live Courageously podcast. We are so excited you're here. We're so excited you're listening or watching on YouTube. Whatever you are, wherever you are, we're excited you're here and cannot wait to share with you some awesome stories and messages today. So today we're going to be talking about enjoying your success and not apologizing for it. I don't know if you guys have ever had those people in your life who are kind of jealous of you and they are upset about your successes because they haven't been able to achieve them. Am I right? Have you have, do you have those people in your life? I know I do. And it's so interesting because some of those people in my life are actually family members. That sucks, doesn't it? Family members who are not supportive of you and not supportive of the things that you want to do. Let me tell you. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, I am a pageant girl. I started pageants when I was 17 years old, so super late in life. I wasn't one of those like toddlers and TR girls. Um, I didn't start when I was super, super young. That was just not a part. I didn't even know pageants were a thing until I got into high school because there happened to be like a school pageant. And I was like, oh yeah, I think I might like to do that because I'm really competitive. I knew nothing about the dressing up and the makeup part, had no clue what the heck. I was doing or what was going on um but I just really loved the competitive nature of it and I was like I really want to do this so I'm gonna do it type thing so that's how pageants even came into my life it wasn't something that I grew up doing um but pageantry has really shaped me into who I am today and I'm very excited to share a little bit more about that and I just want to say that There's just so many things that I went through in terms of having people on my side during those times when I was competing and I was having fun or I still am competing. Um, And these are issues that are still currently happening right now. But it's just so funny how you can go through life and you find these things that you really, really love to do. And for me, for the longest time, it was always softball or some sort of sport. That was my thing. I would always be on the field. I would always be in the gym, like with volleyball, like that was my thing. But once that kind of ended abruptly, when I got into college, I was like, I got to find something new. You know, there's got to be something else I can compete with somebody with. And pageantry ended up being that new hobby. And I want to tell you guys a little bit about the first time that I got into pageantry. So I went to this system called National American Miss. I got a letter in the mail as most of my pageant girls will hear that story and know exactly what I'm talking about. So National American Miss sends these letters in the mail. I don't know how the heck they got my email. I don't know how the heck they got my mailing address. I don't know, but I'm very glad that they did. (laughs) So it was something where you go to an open call and you kind of test things out. I think that's where you get accepted as a state finalist or something along those lines. I mean, that has been years ago now, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want to try this because I wanted to get on stage and I wanted to do something new, you know? And that wasn't like me. And like, I was still sort of that shy girl and like not really wanting to do a whole lot of things because I was like, eh, I don't really want people to like be staring at me 24 seven. But you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. 
So I went and ended up being a state finalist and I went to the state pageant and I got there and I had no idea what I was doing. Let me just tell you, I, in the package and everything like that, it was like, we are looking for today's girl. We're looking for someone who's just natural and exciting to be around and like all this stuff, which is true. And that's what they wanted. But to me, like in my brain, I was like, okay, someone like me, like, you know, that doesn't wear makeup every day and like that kind of stuff. And that still is kind of true. Basically what I'm trying to say here is when I got there, everyone was dressed head to toe in this elaborate outfit. They had full hair and makeup done. They had the whole nine yards basically. And I was like, oh shoot, I didn't know how to do my makeup. I didn't know how to do my hair. Guys, matter of fact, if I can find a photo of what I looked like, I will post it up here. <laughs> but basically I went in and I was like, oh man, this is gonna be good. But I went through the whole process. I thought in my brain, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna win this whole thing. I'm gonna go to California, blah, 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 because that was the prize package. And it was incredible. I had an amazing time, but I didn't win. And I was like, you know what? I can do better than that. I know exactly what to expect now. I know how to be, you know, get ready and all that good stuff. I ended up really, really loving it. That year I didn't place at all, but I was like, you know what? I can do better than this. I can do way better. Let me come back next year and put full effort, put full, you know, work into this and really like go all out. So I came back the next year and I had the hair and makeup. I had my outfits. I had everything. I had my interview skills. I had my onstage introduction. I had my gown walk. I mean, y'all, I was this, that, and the other. I was 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Got all the way through everything and the interview and stuff like that. And turns out I have like messed up on one question in the interview. I know exactly what question it was. And I was just so upset with myself and ended up getting first runner up. And for anyone in the pageant world, going from my first pageant ever, not placing, and then coming back and placing first runner up, like that's a pretty big deal because that's, I mean, people take years and years and years to do that kind of thing. And it's just something that happened and I was like oh you know I kind of like this so I was like you know what I'm gonna wear a crown and sash at some point so I went to a new system and basically that's where the history began I won my first ever title is USA National Miss South Carolina and I've been with USA National Miss for the last four years and I am currently the International United Miss South Carolina 2021 and it's just been an incredible journey and pageantry is something that I love so much because I was such a shy girl back then telling you like I would not get on stage and talk for no I mean if I had to I would but it wouldn't be something that I loved but through pageantry I've been able to grow as a human being I've been able to gain confidence in myself I've been able to speak in an interview I mean what we go through interviews every single pageant and it's just sharpening our skills and getting us better to get into that real world to go through those interviews there's always something new to learn with pageantry um, but I just love how I've been able to gain those public speaking skills and just there's an abundance of things that I've been able to do as a pageant woman and people don't like that. Even my own family, some of my family members, they uh, were, you know, all about it when I won my first title as Miss South Carolina and they were like, oh man, this is great. My daughter's Miss South Carolina. Like, yay. Like, this is awesome. Let me show off my child, that type of thing. And they helped me through the process and everything like that. But then when I didn't win the national title, it was my first year as Miss South Carolina. 
they were starting to get a little doubtful. And then I went back the next year because like, oh man, I know what to expect now. This is what I want to do. This is awesome. Like I really enjoy it. I love all the people I get to meet. I love all the appearances I get to make and all the community service that I get to do. I love this hobby. I just love it. It's something that I want to do for as long as I can. And I'm going to make it happen for as long as I can. But after I didn't win my national title for the first time and I went back, people started to be negative. People started to be, you know, doubtful of me. They were saying, oh, that pageantry stuff is stupid. Like, it's just taking your money. And, you know, to be honest, pageantry is an expensive hobby. But if I don't have anything else in this world or in this, you know, time and period of where I'm at right now, other than school and work, if there's nothing else that I'm doing, then like what's the point you know I'm doing something for me and what gets me about the whole entire thing is yes it's money consuming but the thing is are you paying for it no you're not paying for it I'm paying for it literally ever since I started this entire journey minus the first pageant I went to because I did get some help from one of my grandmothers I've been raising the funds to do it. I would do fundraisers. I would do the program book ads and things like that for people who know that they have like ad systems and stuff like that that you can sell. Uh, or I'd be working extra hours or working extra to pay for it. So what gets me is that not only do you criticize it, but you're like, oh, it's so much money and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, what does it have to do with you? You're not paying for it. I'm not asking you to give me anything to do this. So what's the issue? Well, you're just spending so much time and so much effort into something that you're never going to achieve. It's only politics and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, it's just so funny that people who are supposed to be supportive of you are trying to tear you down and say the things that you want to do are dumb or doing the things that you want to do are stupid and you shouldn't be doing them because of this, that, and the other. No, actually it has nothing to do with you. It's something that I love to do. It's something that I love to, you know, express myself through. I've been able to learn all these skills and become a better human being because of it. And not only did I get to do all of that, but I also got to use it as an avenue after my toxic relationship to propel a career of mine. I mean, I have my own podcast. I have a coloring book. I'm working on something new. I mean, there's just so many things that have come out of this that is great and I feel like everybody should have a pageant experience in whatever capacity that may mean because there's so many things that you get to do through this and so many opportunities it gives you and so many much like so many more outlooks on life that you wouldn't have had had you not competed in this pageant and I just find it so incredible that someone has the time to sit there and criticize what you do because you love it oh but it's just dumb oh it's just so much money it has nothing to do with you it literally has nothing to do with you and what gets me even more is that not only are they unsupportive of it they go around to friends and other family members and say how dumb it is and how I am dumb for doing this stuff I mean how low can you get talking bad about your own child like you should be supportive of them. And I'm not going to disclose who those people who potentially are watching, they know exactly who they are. And I just hope that one day they find out that just because somebody's doing something that you potentially think is dumb doesn't mean that it actually is. And you should start thinking more about yourself and furthering your future and not worrying about me. So anyways, that uh, it's actually funny that I'm, you know, talking about this because 
some people who are watching and know exactly what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about are getting a great laugh out of this. But anyway, sorry for the whole tangent, but I just want to say I have experienced it firsthand how people will tear you down and say what you're doing is dumb and say the things that you want to do in life are stupid, that you're never going to make it. You're never going to do this. and You're not gonna, never going to do that. If you have those people in your life, it's time to gone because they're not going to help you get where you need to be and the thing is that I love about them yes they can exist I actually think it's a good thing they exist because it's going to help you push harder because you're going to want to achieve that and prove them wrong you're going to take their jealousy and thinking that they know everything and that what you're doing is stupid and dumb and you know you're taking all of that into consideration you're like you know what say what you want to say think what you want to think but whenever I win that next national title or when I win the international title, what are you going to say then? Oh, you're going to try to put me back on the pedestal and be like, oh, look, my blah, 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 did this and this and this. No, I don't want to see that because I worked very, very hard to be where I am and very, very hard to achieve my goal. And now that I've achieved this goal, now you want to bandwagon off of me because I supposedly was not going to achieve this goal for so, so long. And you told everyone that, but now that I have, you want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? And if you have people in your life like that, I just want to say, I hear you. I see you. And if you want to talk about it, DM me because we can talk about it. <laughs> I love, you know, catching up with people who have some commonalities in certain ways and stuff like that. And just to get to just hash it all out and just talk about it. Um, is really awesome and relieving and kind of a self-care method as well. So if you do have someone in your life that is like that, damn me if you want to talk about it because we can talk. <laughs> Needless to say, is that person and those people are jealous. They are ready for you to fail so they can continue to hype up their own mind about how, oh, they know everything and they know that this person's not going to go anywhere type thing. And it's something that they didn't have the courage to do first and pretty much it's because they're disgusted with their own lives and that they haven't had the opportunities to do something awesome in their life. They didn't have the opportunities or they didn't create the opportunity because everyone has an opportunity somewhere, somehow in their life that they're able to do something that they want to do. But basically those people who are negative and try to tear you down all the time, they're unhappy with where they're at in their life and they're looking at you and like, wow, that girl or that guy or whoever you might be, they're achieving their goals. They're doing some awesome things. And I'm jealous because I'm not doing them too. I'm jealous because I'm sitting around and I'm not able to accomplish those things because I haven't put the work in and I haven't done the things that I'm supposed to do to get there. That's basically what's happening. So what I want to say is your happiness depends on the things that you want to do in life and just trust in God's plans that you are gonna get there. You're gonna get what you want and when all the haters and all the people who said you weren't gonna do it, they're gonna be real upset whenever you're succeeding and all the things that you said that you were gonna succeed at because they're gonna be mad that they aren't doing it too. You know what I mean? So guys, if you love this episode or if there's something awesome that you heard or something that you resonate with, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media because I'd love to connect with you and I'd love for someone else who needs to hear this hear this today. So thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe. I'd love to get connected with you. And thank you guys so much for being here. And just like that, you have listened to an episode of the Live Courageously podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends on social media, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And until we meet again, make today a courageous one.